Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 4, looking at verses 8 through 12 in the New Living Translation. Peter, the rough ex-fisherman, stood before a room of disapproving, scowling faces, filled with the Holy Spirit, and he began to speak. Let's listen to Acts chapter 4, verses 8 through 12, read from the New Living Translation. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, the man you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scripture where it says, the stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. Again, Acts chapter 4, verses 8 through 12, read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I'm your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for taking time to uh, learn God's Word with me as we learn together. Like, follow, share at Minute Words or hashtag Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. And my podcast is heard wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. Y'all be blessed. Again, that's Acts chapter 4, verses 8 through 12, read from the New Living Translation. Peter is still the chief uh, speaker, and he addresses the judges of the court uh, as rulers of the people and elders of Israel. And he says that um, you more than anybody, you know more than anybody else in this whole group, including the apostles. You know the signs of the times, but you don't want to advance God's kingdom or embrace the kingdom of the Messiah, you rulers and elders of Israel. And you've misled God's people and you're causing them to error. But I do have an answer for you as to who gave us authority. The um, commentary says that that Peter and John, of course, they're fishermen. They haven't, again, they haven't gone to any kind of seminary, but God gave, the Holy Spirit gave them a courage. And it says there are two kinds of courage, a reckless courage that is unaware of the danger it faces and the courage that knows the peril and yet is undaunted. So the apostles knew the peril because they were standing in front of powerful men making their case. Anyway, they said that, um, What they did, which was healing the lame man, 
was done in the name of Jesus? And that was a direct answer to the question. Is uh, Peter said, be it known to you all who pretend to be ignorant of this matter. I mean, it's a paraphrase. And this is Matthew Henry. Um, um, that by the name of Jesus, that precious, powerful, prevailing name, that name above every name, even by him whom you in contempt call Jesus of Nazareth, whom you crucified, both, both rulers and people, and whom God himself has raised from the dead and advanced to the highest dignity and dominion, even by his name is this man standing before you whole, a monument to the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the Lord be exalted no matter what happens to us. So that's courage despite the peril. He charges the judges of the murder of Jesus Christ. And he says, it is he whom you crucified. Let them take, take it how they will. Peter will not miss an occasion to tell them that um, you murdered him. You crucified him, but God raised him from the dead. You took his life, but God gave it back to him again. He tells them that God raised him from the dead and they should be ashamed of themselves because they were foolishly suggesting to the people that the apostles, that the disciples came by night and stole him away. But so many witnesses were uh, eyewitnesses to the risen uh, Savior. So many were uh, there when he ascended. So they, you know, again, foolishness, teaching error. And we do have to be careful because there is still false doctrine and false teachings. We have to just be very vigilant in studying our word for ourselves. And when speaking of the chief cornerstone, most Jews regarded their nation, Israel, as the stone chosen by God, but rejected by the nations. Jesus had himself referred Jesus had referred to himself as the stone that the builders rejected. And the cornerstone was the most important stone of the building, used uh, as the standard to make sure the other stones in the building were straight and level. And we thank God that Jesus is our cornerstone and he is the headstone. He is what keeps the Christian faith where it needs to be. If our focus is on him, we can't go wrong. They wanted uh, the people of Israel were expecting a political king, not a spiritual one. Peter made it clear that you builders were the Jewish religious leaders. Yet God's plans will not be stopped. It can't be changed. Jesus's life, teachings, death and resurrection and ascension. They are the foundation of the church. Peter didn't merely proclaim Jesus as the way to salvation, but as the only way to salvation. The idea that there is no salvation any other way and by any other name under heaven given among men. We must be saved in the name of Jesus, that righteous name, and we praise him. Let's pray.
Father, we thank you. And in the words of us, of a spiritual, we bless the wonderful name of Jesus. Thank you for that name that is above every name, that by that name, every knee shall bow again and every tongue shall confess. I said that before, and I'm saying it again, that there is salvation in no other name under heaven given among men where we, by which we must be saved. And we thank you, Father. We thank you for your righteousness. We thank you for your salvation. We thank you for sending Jesus as the price for sin, for our sin, because he was sinless. He lived a sinless life. He was uh, died on the cross to bring us, to be that connection between us and you. And we thank you for that, Father. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. Again, the needs are so many. Even as we uh, look at the news feeds and watch the news and listen to our friends and uh, hear all the prayer requests, even one of our uh, friends just uh, told us that her husband's going to be on hospice care. But God, you have everything in your power. You have everything in control. And your will is going to always be done. And we're blessing your name, even in hard decisions like that, and praising you, Father for life, for health, for, 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 um, for your love, for your care for us. And we're casting all of our cares upon you because you do care for us. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.